0: Welcome to Galaxy Forum. I'm your host, Melissa Kaplan, and we're here to explore the creativity happening in the LCC galaxy, in our classrooms and on campus, and connecting the work of our stars with our community. Branding is our topic today, not the kind of branding where you take a hot iron and make your mark. We're talking a more conceptual and creative way of making your mark, what branding means to organizations, communities, and individuals. My guests are two branding experts, one from the individual and institutional perspective, Bruce Mackley, LCC's Director of Marketing, and an accomplished artist. And the other from the business and community perspective, Cameron Nass, the founder, principal, and creative director of Traction Agency in Lansing, and I think it's fair to say a community organizer and promoter. Welcome and thank you both for being here. Hey,
1: Melissa, good to see you. See you both. Great, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So before we get into specifics of each of your activities with LCC and as an artist and with Traction in the community, and I know there's a lot of crossover. I'm interested in starting just with a little discussion of what branding is. I said what it isn't, um, and it's interesting because when you think about making your mark and you think about you know branding as as related to Cattle, there is something about that, but it has nothing to do with marketing. Um, and so, I know also some people talk about branding in in regards to things like logos and and slogans um, and and other ways of you know identifying a company or individual. But it's really quite a bit bigger than that, as I understand. So, I'd love for you to each share kind of your perspective on branding and. Whoever wants to jump in first, I'm happy to... to I'm going to
2: tip a hat to,
1: uh, to Mr. Garnass over here. Go ahead, you know, I, uh Boy, I have so many ways of saying branding is X. Uh, to me, one of the most simply put is branding is what people say about you when you're not around. And, you know, th- there are tools, uh, triggers. Um, there are many components or... Um, pillars, if you will, of branding. Um, And the one that most people think about is the first pillar or column of of triggers, right? Sound, um, smell, really visuals, logo, and um, name, right? All of those things that when people see or hear um, or smell, uh, you know, those senses evoke some sense of recollection of what you've remembered or heard about. And it's, that's the, the feeling, right, that you get. So branding mostly is a, is a feeling. Um, it's evocative. Mm-hmm. Um, and when done right, when people take the right effort to put tools into play, out into the community, into the marketplace, um, when companies, organizations, or people, you know, uh, in ca- some cases, when, when they arm the community with the right element, right, the right thing, then it's shareable. Right. That's the whole word of mouth effort. there's so many other nuances that come into there, but I think simply put, a lot of people, like you said at the beginning, branding you know can be thought of as marketing or whatever, and I, I think there, I think there's kind of three things here there's branding is one thing, and advertising is marketing, and advertising and marketing is another. Advertising, okay, I was wondering yeah, about that in because in my to mind, me
0: yeah, yeah and, and I am mm-hmm. I'm the student here because I, I know marketing has always been an umbrella to me and i've thought oh is branding part of that but you you all can explain Uh,
1: before i let bruce take the mic i want to say the last component of this i feel like marketing and advertising is a push exercise right it's something that's put on to people and branding is more of a pull exercise Mm -hmm. the way we've come to understand and know it best and you know people hate being sold to yeah, but, but we all love to buy things. And so how <laughs> is that exposure? What is that pull? What, what is the little nuance that happens? What is expressed that brings somebody into you? And what do they make them think about? That's, that's how we think about it at, at Traction.
2: Yeah, that's very concise. Um, and just uh, partnering up with Cameron here and what he had to say, um, branding, the, the term branding to me is one of the most overused and misaligned words in, in this industry, because it means so many things to so many different people. And what I, a clear way of laying it out for me has been, um, a large part of a company or an entity's brand cannot be controlled. It can only be influenced. It's not just what you think about Coca-Cola, but how you feel about Coca-Cola. And I always use the example here at LCC, horrible parking was part of our brand for decades. Yeah when you thought of LCC, you thought, I'm going to wait 20 minutes to get into a class that was part of our brand. It's how, what you thought of us. Um, and that's kind of the clearest notion. And what Cam said over here about the pull, I mean, that's that's true as well. And it, it, it encompasses such a broad and deep, um, meaningful thing. And it's not just visuals, you know, it's audio and, and the whole, and brand equity building, you know, building valuation. I think Coca-Cola's Equities at seventy-eight billion. Did I read that. That's crazy. And wow. you know, I've heard the term brand uh, back when I I was in the uh, private sector and I worked in the ad agency world. Um, branding like at General Motors, uh, the term sacred was attached to to the term brand because they kept it. You know, the trick is to keep it intact, to grow it, keep it intact, grow it, and yeah, so keep keep those elements cohesive, right? right? You can't have a
1: brand. You know, there's some. Are we? I don't know if we're allowed to talk about specific brands. You know, Please, show, but actually,
0: like, I think examples are yeah, are I, wonderful I, because they they create something I, that's very vivid.
1: You know, we think about the Moose Jaw brand, right? When you, if anybody's been into one of their stores, even after their big acquisition, they've been able to keep this autonomy. But Moose the, the, Jaw being Moose Jaw a, Mountaineering, the outfitter door, store, yep. yeah. And when you call there or when you walk in the door, the treatment that you get from their employees is. Is it? Um, it's loose, right? It's fun. It's engaging. The writing on their tags, how they describe their products, it all fits that same moment, right? Of, of how they make you feel. It would be weird to walk into a Moose Jaw and have a an a, a customer, an employee not engage you or look up and just say hi mm-hmm. you where, where am i at it's just, it just doesn't match where, where where they've been what do they say consistency. what kind of things do oh they- it depends on what you're wearing it depends on what's happening in the world um i walked in one time during the world cup and the guy just looked at me and screamed go you know and just went on like the, you, know, <laughs> you know the, you know, the, the tv you know, watching a soccer game so it, it It's the thing that you have no like. Like Bruce said, you're you're like it's the what people say about you're not around. It it happens in so many places. I had a customer one time ask me when we were building a brand for, um, we were doing a proposal for a a restaurant identity. And he said, "Well, if this is a lot of money, uh, how many customers can you guarantee me?" I said, "Well, how many customers do you want me to guarantee you?" (laughs) <laughs> and his number, I think, was like 1,000. I need you to guarantee me 1,000 customers. I said, I'll guarantee you 2,000 customers to come in your door the first time. It's up to you to get them to come back and because the brand is how clean are the windows, how nice is the parking lot. Oh,
2: the Apple product or the Apple model how, yeah, for sure.
1: What yeah. is the experience like? That's what's going to bring them back because if it's a bad experience, the brand identity that we've built, the sign right we helped with the architectural facade material we mm-hmm. we helped with the ads right we helped with the logo and it, it, all those things if done if the experience is bad then when they see those triggers that we've created from an identity perspective it's going to make them think oh don't go back there again i remember that place it was tasted bad and it was mm-hmm. It was slow, and the people were mean, mm-hmm. and it was expensive. All the weird things like that it all gets tied together
2: despite the the good planning with the visuals and the uh, the colors and everything up front, it can still go south yeah. it can be inauthentic and
1: when the, and, mm-hmm. and we especially with social media and especially with how much more expose or exposure brands get nowadays with all these mm-hmm. other mediums and touches. Um, the inauthenticity is so it can be palpable, right? Oh, it's social so responsibility. Look hit. at Patagonia. Oh, they gosh. almost
2: got it rolling. When you talk about Moose Jaw in mm-hmm. Patagonia and how they give back and all of it, it's, they were into altruism before it was a hip career move.
1: Mm-hmm. They are one of mm-hmm. the best yeah.
2: examples on the planet because especially when you think about
1: this push pull, they almost do the opposite, right? When Black Friday came around one year, mm-hmm. they shut their website off and they had a sign that said, please don't buy anything Patagonia today. Hmm. because that means you're buying it as a gift, and that person may not actually want it or use it. (laughs) Talk about a brand position. like That was amazing. And, And the effort that they put into consistently being present about being a stewardship of the environment and of the globe, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, I really dig what they're doing. I need a coat. And yeah. Patagonia is like, I got a coat, and by the way, it's not on sale. It's really expensive,
2: but it's, but it's really durable, and we're going to kind of guarantee it for life. And it's just, boy, they just do such a great and job. And wearing that coat tells everybody what you're about. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at resumes now and a lot of, you know, um, job interviews, it's more than just doing the job. Um, my son, uh, our youngest, works at an ad agency out in um, Portland, Oregon. And the, the, the hiring process was brutal. They called it the gauntlet. It, like eight interviews. It was crazy. Wow. Um, for vetting, but they have very little turnover because they make sure they get the right person in up front. And it isn't just about what you know. It's what you're about. Social and personal responsibility issues are huge now. Global awareness are huge now, uh, as they should be and as they should have been. You know,
0: That's really tremendous because that means that that the brand – I mean, it's interesting because I think about it. Do you look at it from the outside in or from the inside out? And it seems very much what you're both talking about. It's from the inside out. A brand isn't something that you just paint on a company. I mean, but there's there's companies such as yours, Cameron, in traction and, and other agencies that are branding agencies they work with companies but a brand has to a company has to have an identity and it sounds bruce like your son where he interviewed they want to ensure i mean how marvelous would that be if every company operated that way uh to to you know how there might be you know a whole lot less turnover if if people's personal brands were matched Presumably, with the company yeah. that they hired sure. to.
1: You can put lipstick on a pig, right? Yeah. But it doesn't, you know, you know, there's a saying. Yes, but I know the this saying. this idea yeah. that, um, you know, when people think they're hiring uh, an agency like ours, I've been in business now twenty, almost 27 years this fall. And, um, you know, I think for so many years early on, people thought we were a graphic design company, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's taken a long time to build our brand that that's not people don't come to us to get logos. They come to us to get identity systems. They come to us to get some of that brand um, strategy and conversation. And it's interesting when I talk to my friends that are teachers or people in the non-ad you know ad or the creative industry, like, what do you do? I sometimes just try to simplify it to language that they understand from a visual or some of those trigger perspective. But the truth is when I'm talking to, or when a business owner hears about us, like, oh, we're, We're a, um, we just did this for, you know, we're a 57 year old family business and people have known us for X. We need a new logo. And the conversation always is, well, the logo, you don't need a logo, right? You need, you need a visual identity. You need a verbal identity. You need to make sure that what we're creating for you on these outside, these trigger points are aligned and match your brand associations, right? Your brand, um, Archetypes like there's so many. So yeah, many let's talk some components.
0: specifics yeah. about you know, I mean, and if you want to use that company, that's great. Or yeah. you know, maybe a, a company that you've worked with, and then and Bruce with Lansing Community College.
1: I think uh, so. The, the, what I'll say about it on the surface level is that you know, brands we can't come in and transform a company from the skin, right? We can't give them a new identity and all of a sudden they're a new entity. They almost need to have changed from the inside hmm. and have a new need for the new close right and and it's like you just once they've identified that or recognize there's some discomfort is typically when we get the call about needing a logo and by the time we begin the project and actually art is one of the very last things that we do you have to educate them strategy yeah you have to bring them up to speed we have to learn we have to make sure their brand story that is as cohesive like what are they saying who are they even trying to talk to are they comfortable narrowing that audience to try not to be everything to everybody because then you're Nothing to nobody, and so mm-hmm. where is that alignment? Where is their you know kind of their brand ethos, and where where does how do we exist in that space?
2: Uh, well, I have so many questions for you that I should take off off the air, but very <laughs> briefly. So you have to educate your clients, yeah. and and some would get it, and some wouldn't. Are you ever nervous just handing it over to them? Do they ever have you come back to do an assessment or to tighten things up after a year? We um, the, the one client I was telling you about we.
1: Launched their brand about, relaunched their family brand about three years ago, two and a half years ago. I don't know. COVID's messed up the old time frame. Oh, here, but it's a, a blur. A few years ago, and. In going into it, we knew they were not ready for anything beyond an identity reveal, mm-hmm. right?
0: What's so, an identity reveal? The logo,
1: putting a logo out on a billboard or an ad or a, you know, okay. a sign. Right, right Side of a truck. The visual <laughs> aesthetic, just the I- identity.
0: Mm-hmm. New there. letterhead, whatever their website. And they were
1: like, you know, this is just getting tiring. We're like, good. Okay, here we go. Now, are you ready for an expressive campaign? Are you ready to express your brand with some personality and start to connect with people? Um, and that's that education side, and not that we're smarter than everybody. I just no one under, the yeah. code is different, right? The codification of what they need and how they need it and how they can best use it. We've early on we had been giving people all of the tools, of the toolbox on the front side. And they just—they're overwhelmed. They don't know what to do with it. They dumb it down, or they just kind of revert to their old ways and kind of paste a logo on something. And so, what happened with this this other entity is that, okay, now it's time to tell the story. Who are we connecting to, right? Okay. And it became a little bit deeper that we knew that from the brand, you know, kind of the, the creative brief and the process of the story. But who to really connect to? Well. Right now, what we're trying to talk to are some of these entrepreneurs that are looking for this thing, right? And so we we're able to build it. And so we ended up creating an illustrative campaign at that point with some really great headline headline banking and, and some what's headline banking uh, where you develop a few sentiments or statements that they could be saying. Relevant to their audience,
0: and then those get positioned get in different positioned places. in the right place Assets. with the right
1: illustration at the right time. Mm-hmm. A, a billboard may need a certain headline
2: bank and a ad, a print ad that's in an you industry. Here. May need thinking something about else. LCC. Yeah. Is that
0: headline banking yeah.
2: all of it? And, and, okay. and having the uh, having the endurance to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, my next question, I already know the answer. Is have you fired clients because oh. they're just <laughs> relentless? And I know the answer to this because some people refuse. They refuse and they're just writing their own failure. I mean, ultimately it's so frustrating and and,
1: and almost disheartening in a way that when we reach that point and and sometimes it comes in the form of them firing us because we just don't do right. We're not a yes man or yes woman design company. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to the point of frustration about, well, just, just do this. I'm like, well, okay, we will try to get that done. It'll be in this amount of time and it'll cost this much money. So we let them self-fire us. And we're comfortable with that turnover because there reaches a point sometimes where they just don't have the capacity or the interest. You, you mentioned the, you know, the splash. The truth is branding also, another way to explain it, and Terry, worked for me, is such a great uh, conversationalist about this. Branding is, it's not a dive competition. It's not about the splash you make. It doesn't matter what the Quote unquote, logo is. It can be terrible. It's a swim competition. It's endurance. And like, Mm -hmm. so it's not at that beginning. It's, are you built to last? Have you been feeding yourself right? Are all these muscles? Have you been doing? Have you trained on the right strokes? And that's the education that we work Mm. on, Bruce, is like Mm -hmm. not, okay, now you need to know what logos are and how to do. Like, we Mm -hmm. talk about the psychographic and the demographic, you know, stuff with people. We talk about colors and shapes and how curvilinear shapes versus earth tone colors and primary colors and right angles like we we talk about the science we know all the science that's what our educations are for um for those on my staff that finally finished their education but you know um and i mean that in a nice way like there's a lot of intelligence that can happen in this industry and it I know we're talking on an educational institution, but it doesn't need necessarily a four-year degree. There are definitely foundations, and that's definitely and
0: something that I do I do,
1: yeah, do want to
0: get to like how great environments, what, what yeah. do you um, pursue? But first, um, I just want to say we're, we're talking here today with Cameron Ness with Traction and Bruce Mackley with Lansing Community College. Uh, this is Galaxy form I'm Melissa Kaplan, and Bruce. Um, From a Lansing Community College perspective and branding, I know you and I've had some conversations about Hmm. that and uh, the the same challenges, but different, different on a different scale. And you are on the inside. This is your company that you are branding. Hmm. How do you tackle some of those challenges and approach it? And you've been here.
2: I've been here 25 years at the end of this month.
0: Yes. Oh, congratulations. And
2: just very quickly, just for the record, the man sitting across from me, I've been to award shows and he, wa- he wears a path in the carpet up to get <laughs> oh, the awards stop. every, no, don't you stop. You know, he's just, they, they sweep the award shows. Uh, that's how good, uh, their work is. Nice. You know, thank you for nice. recognizing that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, consistently. Um, well, yeah, it is, uh, it's a different game. It's very, very broad. And there's a lot of, um, firefighting on very small level levels, stomping fires out. But one of the things I'll give you an example. First of all, getting across the fact that, um, how, how deep how deep it should go and how important it is. How really, really important it is. Um, because many people think it's just a logo. And we were approached with, um, we need to get our letterhead corrected. And a letterhead is just a tiny, something that's I see that we see regularly are email signature lines, where it's the Wild West. And every one of those emails that goes out with, you know, 24 point pink brush script or... You know, loaded with the badges or anything that that just brings it down. You know, it's reputationally damaging from a brand standpoint. Um, it's it's like that. It's it's institutional for That's us.
0: That's a huge educational challenge for. I mean, well, for we, as many people that work here and yeah, and, the, and the the just knowing the means of communication and how many uh, brick walls it's possible to run into. to people get, get messages very attached. Out.
2: They get very very attached. Yeah. So I remember when we. we oh,
0: I better we, take some. Badges off my logo.
2: <laughs> Wait till the rules come out. And okay. Then they'll, okay. Then they'll they'll uh, string me up or something. Now, it's um, it's when when we changed the logo early on, the old 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 logo, the original logo, couldn't embroider, you know. It just it, and it was horribly out of date anyway. But now, you know, I think I read an article in higher ed that, you know, colleges and universities are dumping millions and millions into brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Just straight brand awareness and letting it sink into people. And this is another level of, well, you like TikTok. You can advertise on TikTok. Are you going you know, to launch programmatic advertising? No, it's going to be very, very simple, very, very nuanced you know, at that level, just planting the seed, letting it germinate about the college. And over time, you know, it, has to, it has to perform over time. So when we're pushed into an ROI question, it can be extremely difficult because there's no single ad, there's no single campaign that's going to compel somebody to come to Lansing Community College. David Ogilvy's one of the greatest quotes he ever had is only
1: half of advertising works. You just never know which half. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely great. brilliant. He, he was one of the masterminds of the kind of the great ad world in the '50s. And the yeah, 60, you know. indeed,
0: Ogilvie. and and I mean the the you know the difference between a small business and a a university or college, Um, you might have a more defined audience for a business, though I'm sure one would hope that it expands into, you know, Mm -hmm. different types of of, uh, uh, customers. But uh, with a college, you, I mean, we have our customer base, but we have a lot of variety. Mm -hmm. So how to reach them and how to create one solid brand. As you said, when, and, and both of you said, and it's so striking to me, the idea of a brand is a feeling, it's the sensory experience that you have. And and certainly with LCC, creating a, a beautiful campus so that if you actually get here physically, you are experiencing well, the, that.
2: The, me- the memory of it, and yes. it was a quick example, if I could just make this The example. artwork. Yeah, well, that too. Um, but there was a project that we did um, a few years back and this was during the Dr. Knight era when um, the Fire Science Program, Fire Academy, wanted an upgrade for their emblem, which was great because the old one was again horribly outdated, and it was time. And they did it the right way. You know, we we uh, we evolved this thing. We uh, we included part of the our dynamic, what used to be called the athletics logo, is now the dynamic version, the star on top of a Maltese cross, which is a it's a cornerstone of you know, of firefighters, if mm-hmm. you look this up. And so it's on everything out there. It's on the vehicles, all this. They had a sign made, this big steel sign that was crafted at West. And it's beautiful. I mean, they they machined the lettering and things like three and a half feet across. And we had it professionally painted. It was powder coated. Beautiful. Sits on a wall. Great. Come to find out, all the cadets had their uh, portraits taken in front of it. That was never planned it 's just that cool looking with glossy automotive paint, so every cadet 's having their picture taken in front of this this emblem and thinking about how often that emblem is going to be seen on social media in pictures in family rooms in fire station offices and As that grows um, it 's for a sub brand of the college, it was extremely compelling when you think, especially with generational career paths like fire science. There could be a student in the future whose mom or dad stood right in front of that, wow. or aunt or uncle or whomever stood in front of that very same thing.
0: That's really powerful. Yeah, that's powerful. You know what, guys? I we are going to run out of time before we can cover everything that we want to, and I want to <laughs> I want to make sure we have a little bit of time to talk both Bruce uh, about individual branding, you as an artist, and Cameron about the community. So let's can we talk briefly about. What does it mean to to try and brand a community? I know you've been really involved, Cameron, with the Lansing yeah. area.
1: I, I want to say one more thing. I would rather okay. take this time and dig and <laughs> into that. And, and what Bruce was alluding to is this thought of erosion, right, or consistency. And trust is only built through consistency, period. And when somebody sends out, oh, this is my favorite email font, you know, and they send out a signature in that, it undermines that gorgeous wall piece. It undermines mm-hmm. the effort that you guys have spent money on as an institution. And so people need to remove their personal likes and dislikes and let the institution or organization or whatever it is have a voice that is the collective agreed-upon voice and that contract with the community good to trust. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. smart. Big organizations do it, small businesses should do it. That that brand consistency is one of the most important things about a brand, whether it's consistently Cheap looking, or consistently fancy, or whatever the—that's a wonderful thing to is.
0: educate employees, and it just makes me think that that you know part of uh, a new employee orientation it would be great to be able to say. Not from the perspective of don't do this, don't do this, or you must do this. Look the value of representing exactly. us as a
1: collective whole and that your coworker down the hall in that department, if you put a
0: yeah. pink and comic then that sand helps signature, you.
1: it undermines the value of what their people right. are learning here. That helps so.
0: you then be part of the oh, community yes. too in yeah. a really big way. You know what I'm going to jump to real quick? Um, I want to talk about, just for a minute, what opportunities are there for students who might be getting associate degrees in marketing. Um, we at LCC don't have a specific class in branding, but what if they, what if they're like, I want to work in this, what should they do next? Uh, I've never
1: hired anybody who had a branding degree. Okay, <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, and that's okay. Right. So, um, I w- my voice from the outside is that these students need to be preparing themselves for as many real world examples as they can muster and aligning themselves with people in the industry. Show up at, show up at um, you know networking yep. things right, show up at events, um, volunteer with organizations, uh, be it nonprofits or community organizations right. and and be a part of the team. Soap understand the language, understand the conversation so like being part of American marketing done.
0: association every if you're a business Every little
1: thing that you can do every relationship you can make will pay dividends in the future, you never know where those people are going to move to, you never know what they're going to know, what opportunity they're going to have. Um, and when Bruce's son was looking for a role, you know, reached out to me and I knew him through Bruce, but I also knew him through, I saw him present in the community at these community events and right. he worked his way into an opportunity on the other side of the country mm-hmm. at a really respectable place. And like yeah. kudos for him because he built, he built the language. He knew how to talk to talk. He knew the stuff versus working at a non-relevant role and then, well, here's my resume, because I'll be honest with you, anybody who owns an agency doesn't care what a resume says. You send me your portfolio or let's talk the talk. And if it sounds like you've got the goods and you can have the conversation, well, let's chat. Let's, let's now see if you can join the team. And that's how this industry works.
2: Creative thinking and inquisitiveness go a long way. And that's all I would add to what that man just said. You know, And one thing I did want to touch on very quickly is the placebo effect. Are we running out of time? Placebo effect. Placebo effect. 30 seconds. A number of years ago, there was a a broad study done with branding, the the effectiveness of of branding. And they did this across a number of products, tennis rackets, for example. Um, People were paired up with branded and non-branded tennis rackets. The branded tennis rackets, the the scores were higher with the ones that said Nike on it. Wow. And the real trip is they told them and the scores were still higher. So that is part of what... Effective branding makes us feel. We, you know, it you wear a certain type of cologne or clothing and you feel more important or better or elevated. It's the same thing with a college logo, uh, same thing with a pizza parlor logo. I mean it's uh yeah. That's those other cool. columns of branding come into life. Yep.
1: Associations, mm-hmm. brand archetype, right? Like it could be really nerdy or it could be, you know, scientific, it could be whimsical. Like there's so many ways. And that's why this understanding of what a brand really is and that it's not a logo is so valuable.
0: You guys... I'm going to have you back. We're going to talk about community (laughs) (laughs) branding and organizing, more like community outreach, I think. But there's so much to this, and I really appreciate it. Cameron Nass from Traction Agency, Bruce Mackley uh, from Lansing Community College. We'll talk about your individual artistry another time. this was great. And thank you you to our listeners for tuning in. To listen to this and other episodes of Galaxy Forum, visit lccconnect.org, where you'll also find all the great LCC Connect programming. I want to mention Bruce has a podcast. Got to listen to it. Special thanks to our technical producer today, Dedalion Lowry, and to Andy Callis for composing our theme music. I'm Melissa Kaplan, and this is Galaxy Forum on LCC Connect.